Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. Hello and welcome to Lumber Connection. It's the week of April 4th, 2022, and I'm back in the studio with my regular expert, Justin Binning, freshly back from vacation, I'm told, and his very special guest, Jeff Hoggard. Both Justin and Jeff are from American International Forest Products, or AIFB. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Appreciate the chance to be here. Absolutely. Jeff, nice to have you back again. JB, nice to have you back from some vacay. It sounds like you had a great time with the family. Yes. Uh, quiet time and action-packed time with the family. There's nothing better. So it was uh, checked all the boxes, and uh, now I'm trying to figure out uh, what day it is again. <laughs> what's happening in the labor market. So hopefully your listeners can send me some feedback and uh, let me know what the heck's going on. (laughs) Well, I'm going to take it a little easy on you to start with anyway. Uh, It is April. And uh, even though there were a lot of maybe poorly planned jokes, it is no joke. You know, a lot of the resources that I tend to keep my eyes on are suggesting some lower prices and uh, across a lot of products, as a matter of fact. So that might be something I expect will come up today. I also have been hearing there are still some curtailments in Canada due at least in part to some transportation constraints continuing. Uh, so why don't we just start the week off with an update on the lumber market from you two from the past couple of weeks? Okay. I mean, I, I think we, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago uh, and it's it's really kind of just kind of materialized into what we said. It's a, it's a spongy market is the, is the word that was used, uh, I believe, a couple of weeks ago. And it's the word that I've been using. We still have a lot of folks with uh, with minimal inventory, and that just keeps guys coming back into the market to spot fill with uh, with immediate needs every two to three weeks, and and that's nothing that's changed. The biggest changes that we're looking at are again stuff that you just addressed. Uh, you know, wood coming out of Canada, shipments increasing out of Canada. That's something that we'll continue to see more of, and have continued to see more of as that availability you know loosens up and and stuff continues to flow. That's obviously driving prices down. But again, I, I reference the the low inventories within the market. Um, I believe that, that that will keep you know consumers consuming, doing doing what we do best, and it'll get this thing right sized here sooner than later. Just because I believe that there is need. Certain species will be affected more than others. Uh, I think the the pine market, for example, is uh, has, has been coming off in droves. That's not something that that's not something that should have been as high as it was, as, as high as it ran as quickly as it did. You know, as, as most folks know, there's a, a plethora of yellow pine mills and a, a, a bunch of product that, uh, that can be produced it, it very, very quickly. Uh, so that availability is increasing along with everything else. I believe that that leaves, you know, a lot of folks in, in, a, spot, in a space of confusion, um, but in reality, the, the factors that we look at on a day-in, day-out basis are that nothing has changed in terms of need. We are still very, very busy uh, it, in the industry as a whole. At least my two cents that I'm sharing with, with my partners day in and day out is that uh, we don't want to be out of anything. You can't, if you're a yard, you can't sell from an empty basket. And if you're a, you know, if you're putting, if you're building components, you certainly can't build with nothing. So spot filling is great. I believe that this short-term period that we're in right now of sponginess um, or confusion will not be long-lived, and uh, it's something that I look at as a buying opportunity or will be coming up on a buying opportunity. 
Hey, if this guy, if we're going to bring this guy in once in a while, he can't talk about pine and stuff. That's my, what the hell am I going to talk about? Because I'm not going to talk about Doug Fur or heck. Well, JB, we have to have more pine talks this time because we didn't have any last time because you were gone. So I'll see it all work right. out. That's right. Well, that's true. Well, it's a good lead in for me. So, yeah. So to, to touch on some of those things, I know Jeff alluded to the fact that, that shipments are increasing. And I think we all, I mean, we've talked about that for months, right? That's got to change at some point. The, the sun gets brighter. It stays out longer. Warm temperatures warm up. The birds are chirping. Tulips are starting to, to come out of the ground. So that's a good thing. So weather's, you know, getting better. You're getting better transportation. So things starting to move, but we still have a bunch of issues uh, in terms of rail cars, both out of the west and just an overall shortage and the east. East, it's getting almost worse now and they're starting to feel a lot it feels like what the west had been feeling it's very uncertain for the mills and it's hard for them to sell when they don't know when they can ship it right and it's not an intriguing thing to now buy wood again six weeks out so tricky kind of out of the east things improving out of the west prices retracting out of the west not at the pace that that jeff also talked about with pine and what we saw there very fast very swift but softness on, out of western spruce that's the bottom line there um, and then as you get into the south Again, we've had a, a tremendous correction led by two by eight, two by six being the biggest and most affected the hardest. Um, but I think we're finding here slowly better activity this week. Mills are able to sell a little better, more volume, get able to get the price uh, up a bit, uh, I be it still under um, random links published print, but better activity and the overall morale and feeling at the mill level in the South is, is certainly improving. You can hear the pricing and things that are going on out there. Um, you, you know, if you look at, again, historical references through random links print, and I'll call it the COVID era, right? Over the last two years, you'll see a trend there where you'll see a couple of items hit certain price points um, and it stops and you find some traction there. Well, we're, we're encountering that, I think, here in the next you know week or so, and, and maybe even rightfully so right now. Is that going to be the the you know, bellwether, the, the tide turning moment, because we have been a very reactionary market and species have fed off of each other throughout these market cycles. So pine led the trade down. Um, I think it can also stabilize and lead the trade up. When you get big spreads, like, you know, we used to do my trade of the day or my, my value of the day, you look at Western spruce, Eastern spruce, and then you look at two by six yellow pine, there's a big spread there, several hundred dollars. And so you'll see, and we've seen more people over the last couple of years, three years, interchanging species more often than they ever have due to those price fluctuations. And so I really feel like we're going to find some traction there and we're going to see that trade start to take place more places. A lot of times you'll see that trade happening out west, more north and further south um, than historically it would. And so I'm starting to see that. And people take advantage of that. So we've been in a big down. We've been in a, a correction period in that pine. You know, I think that could change very easily over the next couple of weeks. Trucking is okay right now out of the south. You're going to have to pay through the nose for it. I mean, crazy. Triple what we're used to. Quadruple in some, some parts. We all know the factors of, and why that is. But if you get that herd mentality here in the short term where everybody kind of wants to hop in at the same time together, all of a sudden prompt wood that generally is taking five to 10 days to move can double overnight because of the lack of capacity that will then again arise. 
There's some changes, obviously, there have been. Um, the external factors that we can't control are, are on the front and center of everyone's mind every single day. Inflation, gas prices, war, right? Uh, those are the topics of the day, and, and ultimately, that creates uneasiness. So I feel like the trade, as I, I talked on the last time, a month ago, is really, it's a, it's a much closer trade, uh, meaning it's, a, it's almost looked at daily instead of 30 days out. It's like, thinking about it and looking at things every single day, flipping over the rock, checking things, checking the temperature, throwing some stuff out there, checking the vibe, what's what's it at today, right? To Jeff's point, he made also business is great and, and still is. And I think we've got a good stretch run here where a lot of stuff's got to get done. Now, if we look past that, right, the, the home center trade starting to slow. We're seeing a lot of that. The home center takeaway is quieting down the over shoulder trade. That's a direct reflection of consumer confidence. Right. And that's all that's all based on gas prices, stock markets, conflict, coronavirus. I mean, so people are getting a little more. Eh, I'm going to chill right now. I'm just going to kind of hold off right now. I'm going to wait on that project. or I'm going to hold off on that. It just doesn't feel that good. Um, now, will that directly correlate to the to the home builder? Very good chance. Right. But what, what, what we're building now is what we've taken from the past. Right now, when we look past that, what's there? Anybody tells you, I, I don't know exactly, right? That's, but it will be interesting to say the least. So that's my long take, kind of what I'm seeing and feeling. And again, I'm trying to get back plugged in, but. Um, so I have, a, I have a question. Um, you know, I feel like it might've been actually the last time that JB, you and Ken were together. So, and that's been a month, maybe a little longer ago, you guys were talking about some long-term trends, you know, 60 days, 90 days. And at the time you were talking about sort of a slow but steady climb. So, but, you know, and then I think about what Ken often, he's always talking about choppiness in the market. Is this just, are we, what we seeing right now, is this just choppiness and we should still be thinking about that longer term trend as upward or what are you guys seeing happening? And, and also kind of what's, I mean, you've been telling us a little bit about what's been affecting that, but just, yeah, can you speak to that a little more? Well, it's just that the volatility is is higher than it's ever been, right? The risk versus reward is is staggering, and the prices that we've been at. So there's it's all to me a direct correlation of of business that's ultimately out there will predicate the the amount of wood that's purchased with a direct correlation to the amount of wood that's being produced. So it's a supply and demand issue, and I see that we've had fantastic demand that's that's shown in permits and starts, right? Business is good. Again, over the shoulder trade's been good. We're seeing some changing in those. We're seeing it's hard for anybody right now. And anybody that tells you they know what's going to happen in 90 days. And I don't remember. Maybe I did. I don't even listen to my podcast. Maybe I said 60, 90 day trends. But throughout this whole thing, I've been saying I don't like to look past 30 because it's hard to see what might change tomorrow. Any longer term trend right now is is very, very difficult. But I see some warning signs that make me tend to be a little bit more uncertain about long-term takeaway and its balance with our current supply. If we have less European wood coming in, which has been slated to be the case uh, throughout the end of the year, that's something to take consideration of, of course, as well. The car situation will straighten itself out at some point. I would think fuel prices, hopefully, may come down. You know, we're obviously we've got some plan in place with the strategic reserves. Uh, how much is that really going to affect overall gas prices? Because it's all it's all part of the overall package and the cost of the goods that we have coming into us. So tough to say on the longer term trend, but I definitely seeing some trends 
um, as we look forward to the, uh, you know, I'm going to say 120 days out that, that might be concerning to a level. So I, I would agree with that. I think uh, in, in terms of my particular feeling within it, and I know I mentioned it here at the, at the beginning, uh, I, I look for this to be a buying opportunity here. And, and Justin, you know, has said it as well, uh, at least in, in terms of the next couple of weeks. I believe, again, because of the low inventories that people are keeping, again, it keeps a, it keeps guys back in the market day in and day out. And, and Justin said it perfectly. It's they're they're putting their feelers out all the time because they need to. They're they're trying to develop you know their opinion on a daily basis instead of a you know 30, 45, 60, 90 day basis. I believe because of that that we're going to see the spring summer business. I'm thinking of in terms of 60 days. And that's as far as I'm willing to get out on anything. I have turned down opportunities to quote business for larger projects. You know, beyond that, I've heck, I've turned that down in, in the short term as well. I don't the the volatility is is too much for me to want to gamble on, but I feel I feel very bullish in the short term, out to 60 days. Again, referencing what Justin just got done talking about. We start to get to the 90 and 120 day period. I'm a question mark. I'm going to do this and, and handle my business in in spurts this year <laughs> instead of instead of quarter by quarter or or half yearly basis. And and I think that, again that's an approach that a lot of people are taking. A lot of folks got hurt last year, and that's I, I don't blame anybody for yeah. for keeping it a little closer to the best. Well, we've talked, yeah, we, we've been talked obviously yep. about that a lot, but I, I also think it's, it's, you know, greed leads markets a lot, right? Both up and down. True story. Right now is a great opportunity to take advantage of some deals, you know, on lumber and start getting positioned. Um, I look at it as, like Jeff said, it's a great opportunity to um, get balanced in your inventory or get a little bit longer maybe on something you see some value because we were looking at a lot more expensive wood across the board just a few weeks ago. Well, so, all right. So sort of on the heels of this and, you know, understanding where, you know, folks buying lumber could find the good deals and, and uh, you know, obviously get the good information. Are you guys seeing many counter offers at this point? And really, regardless of how frequent they're coming in, are they being accepted? Counter offers every day. Um, counters have been taken, you know, week after week, day after day. Uh, again, I think it's it, every mill or, or person or wholesaler, secondary or district, whoever it is, is fighting their own battle. Um, so it's, uh, some counters are rebuffed, some are taken, some are partly taken. Um, but I would say the changing, most changing that I've seen through this week is, um, less and less. So less, less counters being taken, um, more orders still being fulfilled. I, I mean, I, he hit the nail on the head. And I think the, uh, to me, when we're taking stuff back to a mill, I mean, not even stuff that we own, I mean, obviously we're, if it was stuff that we own, we're going to try to get off of it as quickly as we can because we don't. Depending. You know, yeah. It, theory, and really, just, I mean, it, I'm just saying if yeah. we wanted to dump. Um, but if we were taking stuff back to a mill this week, it's not even a counter offer that the mills, a lot of mills are giving this week. It's no, I just don't want that. And when they stop even giving a number, to me, that's a very telling thing as well. Um, there's, 
it, it means that they feel better about where they're at, whether that be in, term, in levels of inventory or level of inquiry on their end, which again, always happens in, in the choppy market. Well, and a lot just, I mean, flat out don't know where the level's at. We don't know what it's worth. So, I mean, uh, you know, print is, is one piece. Print tells what happened, not what's happening. Or, or You know, so it's, again, that's why, I, I, you know, Sam Molly, it's such a like kind of case by case, you know, deal based on what they've got to address that given day. You know, where do they need help? And it's the same, same with us. You know, every trade's different. You know, we're an ownership company. We pride ourselves on that by owning wood, you know, every day of the year. I mean, we, we're, we own it. So we own it because we're buying what we deem as, as values for our customers. But again, so we look at each, each trade on its own. There's definitely, it's been a counter heavy market to answer your question. Um, but we're seeing those, uh, we're seeing a shift in how business is being done, at least over this past week from my desk. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that information. Uh, as we start to wind down here today, I just want to give you guys each one more chance to give your advice for the next couple of weeks before we have the opportunity to meet again and uh, leave us with a few words of wisdom before we end today. Oh boy, wisdom. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I carry any of that uh, within oh, my brain. Stop but um, Bottle of wisdom. <laughs> just ask me. Um, no, I, I think, like I said, it, I, I said it earlier on and I'll continue to say it. You, you can't sell from an empty basket. You can't build, you know, with nothing. So if you're looking at a long term, I mean, I don't think that you, that you need to be, you know, stretching yourself too far. Certainly don't get beyond, you know, what you're comfortable with right now. But if you are going to need material, you, you need to be active and looking on a day in day out basis, fill the holes that you have, get as heavy as you're comfortable with, um, you know, but be ready because I really do believe that, uh, that this is something that is not long lived and, and we, we push, uh, upward going into the spring and, and early summer. Yeah. I would see, you know, be aggressive in the trade. I mean, I think that's what, what Jeff's ultimately saying in the short term, be aggressive, um, take advantage of some of those low costs from, from where we were again, just a short time ago, gauge that with what you think you got coming. Yeah. I think beating guys to the punch, uh, is, isn't a bad thing when you solidify the market and it finds its levels, the shift is, is quick. And even if it doesn't grind up from print or go up a hundred dollars overnight on print, you're covered. Right. And you, and you got a good deal. And, Again, this, this market could start ripping again. Wouldn't shock me. Maybe there are some things you want to get heavy on. You know, maybe you can buy a big driver items for you, two by six sixteens, and you can buy a bunch at X. And that makes sense. And you love it. And you lock in business. Do it. You never go broke taking a profit. What's the old adage, you know, pigs get fat, hogs yeah. get slaughtered. Anyways, I see a lot of value out there. If you can, if you can be a scientist of the trade, and dissect some things and see that you can find a value that's on a different species uh, and you can take advantage of that right now, do it. If you can switch between studs uh, and different species and you see a tremendous value, take advantage of that. I guess that would be my advice right now. And then just stay close to, as I always say, stay close to the people you trust. Information is key in our business and changes daily. Stay close to those that, uh, that you trust and you get good info from and fight every day. Awesome. 
Well, you guys heard it here first. Be aggressive. And I'll fill in for JB because he forgot to say hug your trader. Hug and your trader. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we will wrap up our episode for the week. Or hug your favorite SBCA member, too. Maybe it's Molly. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hug each other. It's all good. That's right. <laughs> all right. I think that wraps up our episode for this week, guys. Justin, thank you so much for being here. Welcome back and bringing back our very special guest, Jeff Hoggard. Jeff, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. To both of you, I appreciate your expertise and continued enthusiasm. And as always, I've enjoyed our time together, albeit brief, and I look forward to the next installment of Lumber Connection. Good evening. Thanks, Molly. Me too. It was nice hanging, Molly. Talk to you later. Yeah, thanks, guys. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.